Let's go watch it in 2D. No, let's go watch it in 3D. But if we watch it in 3D, then is it worth the cost? James, now your enemy is my enemy. What is it? You don't know what this is. If we don't do this, there will be nothing left to save. Hello, 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 this is Adolf, and today I'm reviewing a new 3D movie, No Time to Die, 007. As always, I talk about the 3D element first. No Time to Die looks fabulous in 3D, but it's also flawed. Inconsistent is the best word to describe the 3D aspect of this movie. <sighs> it's a shame, but I still really, really enjoyed it. Maybe the 3D was rushed, I don't know, because some scenes really take advantage of the 3D, and other scenes are really flat. It's, it's just really inconsistent. Some scenes even have some shaky cam and some darkly lit locations, and you know, that doesn't work too well with 3D. All that being said, I still love the 3D aspect of this movie. It's used in smart ways, and it's mostly here for depth. You get some pop-outs. It's, you know, here and there, a grenade or something. But for the most part, it's, it's depth. And, you know... It's not a spoiler to say that at the beginning of James Bond movies, you'll see a barrel of a gun aiming at James Bond, and Bond shoots it back. Well, in this movie, you have that, obviously. But, you have it in 3D. And that barrel of the gun looks incredible in 3D. It just, it really feels like you're in that gun, and about to shoot him. And how they did the layers there, beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. That's not the only great scene here. Um, you know, obviously, you also get a music video, basically, at the beginning of these Bond movies to share the titular song. You know, usually they have a Bond song that goes with the movie title, and this time it's no different. It's, you know, done by the fantastic um, Billie Eilish, and it is No Time to Die, and this music video is all CG, and it is gorgeous in 3D. Things are flowing around, things are going back and forth to the foreground, background, different layers, beautiful. You get your occasional guns popping out of the screen. You get um, a little of this, a little of that. So it's, it's just weird because one scene will be great in 3D, the scene after that will be completely flat and basic. It's just like, huh? What happened? So you can see that they definitely picked their scenes. They really wanted it, and some scenes they just kind of let go. Um, so you know, there's some really good long passageways, and uh, that really just help with the depth, and it really gets you a good sense of you're there with Bond. Um, it's the first Bond movie that I know of to get a theatrical 3D release, so it's still really exciting to see it. There's one scene that is really hard to describe. I'll do my best, but it's Bond talking to the villain, and in the movie, the camera is zooming in and panning toward the faces of Bond and the villain, and the 3D really helps get you to see the emotion on the characters' faces, because they're not just, you know, flat images of these faces, so you really get the death stares of each other, and, you know, just that ugliness there that is... The characters hate each other, um, and it, it really makes this scene more intense um, if you just saw it flat. So, all things considered, you know, there's a lot more excellent 
3D moments in this movie than mediocre 3D moments. At the end of the day, I still think 3D fans would be very happy watching No Time to Die in 3D. So, final verdict is great 3D. Barely, but yeah, it's definitely worth watching in 3D. Now, on to the movie itself. Daniel Craig is back as James Bond. It's been six years, but it feels like a whole lot more since the last Bond movie, Spectre, released. For me, these Daniel Craig Bond movies have been hit or miss. So, is this a hit or a miss? Well, I'll tell you in this review. Um, No Time to Die begins as James Bond is retired from MI6 and is living the good life with Madeline Swan, which she was for Spectre. As you might expect, James Bond is pulled into a spy business and isn't able to enjoy his retirement. A deadly virus has been weaponized and has escaped the lab. The world is in peril as a mysterious villain threatens the world with a global pandemic. This isn't a recap of 2020. This is the newest Bond movie. This is just a small taste of this movie. The, the trailers never really mentioned this, but I had to give something. Uh, so this is a little bit of the plot. You get a lot more here. There's a lot of fun twists and turns here. Just a lot of, you know, I was gripped from the story from beginning to end, and I enjoyed it. Daniel Craig excels in this movie. He delivers a fantastic final performance as James Bond. The chemistry Daniel Craig has with Leah Sadox as Madeline is fantastic. It really shows on screen, and it cements a movie with an emotional core. You care about these characters. You like these characters. Movie is a sequel to its predecessor, which is Spectre, and its own adventure as well. It's not completely standalone, but it's not completely a sequel either. It's a little bit of both. I suggest you try to look for a recap of the previous Bond movie, Spectre, before you watch this movie, because many events in this movie is referenced. So, if you forgot what Spectre was, which it's been six years, and I kind of thought Spectre was kind of mediocre, um, you may be a little bit lost in this movie. And that might be the only real major flaw in the movie, is that it's so dependent on this mediocre Spectre movie. If you don't remember that movie, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's best just to look for a recap somewhere. Um, essentially, all the characters from the previous Bonds that are still alive return in this movie, and they work well together. The character Naomi, um, played by Letitia Lynch, is the only character that I didn't love. I felt like the screenwriters shoehorned her into this movie. Like, I liked her performance. It's a little bit cold, but I dig it. But they always seem to always find a way to write her off screen. I was just like, come on. <laughs> Why? Overall, the character interactions are superb, and No Way to Die has a fantastic cast. In many ways, No Time to Die is a love letter to James Bond fans. It has all the Bond tropes you expect. It has awesome action, cool gadgets, beautiful women, and overtop villain. It panders to the audience, but it does it in style. The movie is long, but it flows well. The time, No Time to Die is both entertaining and well-crafted. This is so much fun. I was both sad and giddy when the movie ended, and I still feel that way now. Daniel Craig ends his run of James Bond with a fantastic movie. I truly loved my time watching No Time to Die. Daniel Craig is the best James Bond, and No Time to Die is simply the best James Bond movie. For my final verdict, I'll give it a 9 out of 10. That's it for me. Bye. Before this podcast wraps up, I want to thank my patrons. Thank you, Kano3D, 
Mr. Bingo5, and Kevin Winter for your financial support on Patreon.com. So that's going to be it for this podcast. Thanks for listening. You can find 3D or 2D on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, and more. Just look for 3D or 2D. Links are in the info box. If you want to send us listener mail, our email address is email 3D or 2D at gmail.com. Thank you for either listening or watching this podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.